he gave us a place to go. A place called the Metaverse. Howdy, welcome to this week's episode of Beers with Engineers, a podcast by engineering dads where if it looks stupid but it works, then it's not stupid. This episode, the future is around the corner and we don't know how we feel about it. We are talking about Mark Zuckerberg's latest announcement, the introduction of the company Meta and their main application, the Metaverse. Basically, the movie Ready Player One, but in real life. To see more Engineering Dads content like this, head to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and I'll link above to see our other projects. Let's crack on. All right, and welcome back to this week's um, podcast with the Beers with Engineers. Everyone grab your drinks. Cheers, lads. Oh, baby. So, guys, you know what conspiracy I really love and I want to hear your thoughts on it? Mm-hmm. The conspiracy that Mark Zuckerberg is a reptilian. And I'm starting to really believe this conspiracy for a number of reasons, but we're not going to go into that today. I want to hear your thoughts on that specifically. I, I, I find it so weird because that like, conspiracy is that reptilians are controlling the world. And if they were, they would try and like, create a world where they dominate and control everything. But, um, yeah, oh, we're speaking about the metaverse today, aren't we? <laughs> Well, I didn't, I didn't think we were talking about lizards and stuff. I didn't realize it was on Animal Planet. Oh, you did the wrong research, Patty. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, oh no. again. <laughs> it's all good, but because today we'll be delving into this augmented reality-driven concept that I'm terrified of, but also sort of excited for. Uh, there's a lot of things I'd like and don't like about it, and hmm. that's what we're going to be into today. Wait, so this is the new uh, name for Facebook, basically? Yes. Okay. Well, they, they've changed their name because they really want everyone to believe that they're, they're pushing towards this uh, new technology, the whole uh, next frontier, they're calling it, in terms of technology, the metaverse. Okay. And so they've kind of allocated a significant amount of their staff. I think 10,000 engineers already have been moved over to this project, um, and they're getting $13 billion invested in Europe and getting another 10,000 engineers in 2022. It's, it's big. It's definitely like... It's very clear that they're really pushing this, so it's it's pretty pretty intense. What are the things that Facebook owns again? So they own Instagram, Snapchat, WhatsApp, WhatsApp. anything else? They own something else, but I don't know what the name is. <laughs> yeah, they own Tinder, a bunch. Tinder, Bumble, probably. Grind. Yeah, oh, they're, they're big grinder guys there. <laughs> so, what is the metaverse? In to sum it up, it's basically this virtual slash augmented reality where you can create an avatar of any. Sex, race, ethnicity, you name it, on one list, dress it up how you want, it doesn't matter, and basically have a digital currency through crypto and NFTs, and that is how you transmit currency in this virtual world. So you put on a pair of sunglasses, literally Ray-Ban sunglasses, to see things around you, and to go to work meetings, to interact with other people, to go and have a coffee out the front of Paris, when really you're sitting in your Mm. own study. If you want to know how it is, go watch the movie Ready Player One. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Cool. Like, I, I do want to make a like a distinction here between the difference between augmented and virtual reality. And so, virtual reality is probably the one that we're probably familiar with the most, and that's the one from Ready Player One of a whole like the Oculus Rift or like the some of those kind of technology styles where you put on a headset and everything that you see is animated or hand drawn or a recreation where you can see into it. The difference between augmented and virtual is augmented is looking at your current, like, your perspective through your eyes, like what you would see in your room, and then placing things on top of them. So, like, um, Samsung had a thing where they had augmented reality uh, viewing, so you could have a little guy dancing on your desk table, right? Um, Pokemon Go sometimes had it as well. 
um, like I think Snapchat had a lot of filters with augmented reality where you would have your background and then they would place something inside of it. Well, they have that thing. Was, what is it? The uh, geo tracking, so you know where your friends are and stuff. Mm. It's like the enable location thing. Mm. So they have you know, those bitmojis and stuff on it already. So would that be part of it? Um, yes and no. Like you would have like areas that you would go to and you would use that kind of technology. But it's more like the visual visual side of it, right? Where you would excuse you? I know I'm burping to the microphone. Terrible podcast etiquette, right there. Very tough. Uh, next, thing, next thing you're gonna do is sneeze. Oh, don't sneeze on my oh, podcast. It's making my nose itch. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what you would see is like you put on a pair of head uh, sunglasses and you would see the like. Um, what's the most recent movie? Free Guy, where the NPC gets a pair of sunglasses and then he could see the world as the players see it. Where you would see the health pickups or like I haven't watched the movie I, I know, but like, like, the, like the money tokens and stuff like that yeah yeah so it's like exactly like that where you put on a pair of sunglasses and the world becomes different you would see it in a different lens that's how they're kind of pushing this project which is project Nazaire I believe I don't know how to pronounce it properly <laughs> I just have it written down yeah so there were some ridiculously funny and also crazy reactions to this thing so as soon as this thing was announced someone called Mark Cheeseman tweeted the problem is not what Facebook is called. The problem is what Facebook slash meta is. Mm. The two problems that are really annoying me is one from the social and mental health aspect of it and two, the, the economy side of it and really twisting an economy in your own favour. Another person tweeted, meta as in, we are a cancer to democracy metastasizing into a global surveillance of propaganda machines for boosting authoritarian regimes and destroying civil society for profit. A bit of a stretch, but I also resonate with the person who tweeted this as well. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's there's there's a lot of concerns around it the way it's going forward and the fact that Facebook's spearheading it um, with their current track record of uh, regulation and monitoring. I mean, like there's a lot of like Facebook monitors, and what they do is they just go through all the content on Facebook and flag things for racism or uh, sexism, like nudity, or yeah. pornography, and whatnot, and they have to review it. And they say these guys are so overworked that they are stressed, that some of these people are working hours that they shouldn't be working and are seeing things that they shouldn't be seeing, that the mental health of these like these workers are, is just declining. And so you're getting that kind of workplace environment, that kind of process, and just making it bigger and more involved with more people. I'm not convinced that's the way to go. Well, it's interesting you touch on that because something I noticed during the lockdown was obviously with working from home. It was a bit of a different dynamic with working. It wasn't like your normal eight hours where you're in the office, you're chatting to people, and you know, you're not sitting in front of the computer for eight hours of the day. When I was working at home, I noticed I was doing work when I shouldn't have been. I should have actually been taking that time to relax, go for a walk or something. Mm. And I think if you're going to bring this onto a metaverse now where you're actually forced to be in this sort of augmented reality, you can really become addicted. And it's interesting that I mentioned that because I looked up studies that were done in June 2020 and what they reviewed is one of the massive problems with social media is how addicting it is. Yeah, absolutely. What happens is when you access social media, it releases all this dopamine in your brain. And you become deprived of that when you hop off social media. So scaling this into a new universe or a metaverse, as I should say, is really fucking dangerous. And that's only one of the reasons they found an incidence of increased mental health issues. Mm. And like you can see the benefit behind it, for for example, the workspace. And even Mark Zuckerberg in like the um, the the big live stream that they released on YouTube that you can watch uh, anyone if you would like to, they were saying that this is really good for commerce because if you want to have a meeting, you can work from home. They encourage working from home. Even because of COVID, we've kind of accelerated the way that we need to work. And so you can work at your home desk in a pair of track pants. You put on your glasses and it looks like from the office that you're wearing a full suit. You can be doing a presentation. You can be looking at the same data and it feels like you're in a board meeting and you can see that benefit. 
But then it's not just the workplace, right? The moment you log off at, say, 5 p.m., I say that ironically because very few people log off at 5 p.m. when working nope, from home. never do. Yeah, exactly. But you would just go, okay, sweet, I'm going to leave my office virtual room and go to my friend's virtual room and talk to them there. And you miss out on... you. It's a big, like, you, you take out a lot of that physical in-person contact because you've now got this new virtual really convenient work. Again, like we were talking about with the Tinder apps, a lot of the technology that's being pushed is just something that's slightly more convenient than what is already existing. It's not any better or, or anything. It's just super convenient. Hmm. And that's really like the, the main motif I'm seeing with a lot of technology, how to make something slightly easier. This is a big step forward. And I don't, I can th- just, I, I don't think it is making it easier. I think it's just going to make it harder because like you, you use the example of Ready Player One where it's hmm. sort of like, obviously we're not in, this, in like a dystopian like uh, environment where you know, there's, there's caravans upon caravans upon caravans and mm. people was over pocket. Well, we're probably going to get to overpopulation soon. Yeah. So this might be necessary, but currently we're not at a position where it's necessary to do everything online. When mm. you know, seen like right now, like we're we're this is our second podcast right here in person. In person. Yeah. Well, third, if you count the terrible, <laughs> terrible... Um, we don't pilot. talk about that one, Patty. No, no, we don't talk about that we one. Talked, we <laughs> some bad pictures came off that day. It's all good. Escalators are got a thing. It's going to be a good one. Okay, this is still the motif of making something slightly more convenient. <laughs> okay. No, and to be more convenient, I'll have a truck and travel later in my house. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, you kind of need it now with your busted ankle, but, like, yeah. um, we're getting off, off point here, guys. You brought up a good thing, Patty, about, you know, everything, especially and how you touched on it as well. And I think the main problem with this is that in this metaverse, right, society isn't ready for it. And you, you mentioned that we don't need it yet. I really think we're not ready for it. And the main reason is you go on Facebook now and you see a lot of racist comments. You see a lot of homophobic remarks. Mm. That's not going anywhere. And in my opinion, I think Facebook manages that really poorly. It's like mm. if they catch you make like a homophobic comment, you're banned from Facebook for like two weeks. You keep yeah. doing it, you eventually get banned. And it doesn't stop it from happening imagine this in like an augmented reality where like now you can actually show emotion to someone else if you want to be racist it's like sweet i can get away with it because no one can physically hurt me no mm. one knows who my, what my identity is because of my privacy but i can actually you know make those comments easier yeah and again touching on that mental health side like that how are they going to stop that yeah jail if you're bad in the virtual world your avatar is in jail for three years you can't access them and like it's not going to work yeah well like as well too right like like we're talking about on Facebook where you can get away with some of these things and you get banned for a bit, you can just easily make another account. And people do. They make shit posting accounts or accounts where it's just shit posting. Yeah, or, or just make, an av- and make another avatar or something like that yeah. in this universe. Yeah, there's no regulation. And this is like one of the issues that I'm really concerned about is the fact that right now Facebook doesn't have much regulation. They do appear before the US courts about privacy, but they haven't really been like struck down for anything that's really significant. Because they're a global enterprise, 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 enterprise. Because they're because they're a global enterprise, they get away with a lot of things <laughs> that um, companies, if they only worked in one country, would wouldn't be able to get away with. The same reason they have bank accounts in like the Cayman Islands is because you can't one country can't dictate how another country works. Because you've got a global inter- enterprise that works across the world, no one is above them. There's no one government that can stop and says, actually, what you've done here is wrong because you need to get every single government mm. on board for a decision. You're not going to get that with one like community, right? Yeah. That, one- well, that's what we're trying to do in Australia now. Mm. Isn't the, uh, the MP or something like that, they're trying to 
was it sue Google or yeah. they're trying to uh, regulate it more because they're you know they're saying there's there's apparently bad media about politicians mm. or something like that when it's like yeah well that was the thing is because like I, yeah I know the case you're talking about where a uh, a federal minister, no, a state minister is, is suing a YouTuber. No, no, and no, YouTube. no, 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 suing Google. Yeah, well, YouTube, Google, same yes, thing. Yeah, yeah, but the idea is they said you didn't take down the videos when we asked you to. Well, yeah, the YouTube or Google has the decision to take things down. They do have a really bad policy of the three strikes where if you do something and they say it's against the terms of policies without checking, if enough people report a video, you get a strike, three strikes, the YouTube channel's gone. It's not like a good policy. Mm. And so like you could see this happening just to a larger extent. If you had the 3 billion users which are on Facebook, now 3 billion people in the metaverse, how are you going to regulate 3 billion people under without government restriction without or regulation? Well, who will be running it? Will it be run like a government or run like a... Uh... It's run like a company. Oh, yes. okay. oh. There's no like, really single owner. It's an excellent segue into it because it's sort of like a decentralized platform using decentralized currency, crypto and NFTs. So right now there's a crypto called Solana and that mm. platform has NFTs and they're basically apartments. Mm. And the better the apartment you have, the more your NFTs work. So essentially you can make this virtual apartment and come across someone else and mm. I'm so much better than you because I have more currency, I'm richer, my avatar's better than yours. And how's that going to make people feel? It's like taking gaming and making it into real life. In, in well, yeah, like like on that point, right? A lot so of teabagging. Yeah. <laughs> Which would be really disappointing, but I know. It, it's going to happen, let's be honest. Yeah. But like, in, in, like you look back at the 2000s and games and they were called play to win because you, to get like the DLC, to get like the special features and skins, you would need to play the game and be good at it to show off how good you are. And you look at the game systems now, like video games, it's very much pay to win. You want the DLC? Extra $30. You mm. want that skin on Fortnite? You've got to pay 20 bucks. Yeah. I can just see this happening with your avatar in the thing. So it's going to be pay to win for real life. And this is my concern. Yeah. Yeah. That if you have more money, and Facebook's very clear about this, if you have more money, you go further. You can pay for ads. You can pay for exposure. You can get to more people. You can get your content out. You can become bigger and make more money that way. But you've got to pay to get and use their service. I think they're going to go with the exact same policy they currently have for all their social medias hmm. and say, you've got to either pay or you've got to be like that controversial person that gets picked up by an algorithm and a lot of people interact with and come online to, to see. It's, it's not a healthy thing. And we, we can talk about like how you can change your avatar to look like someone who's completely different. You look at VR chat rooms these days, everyone dresses up like cat girls. It's almost 95% dudes pretending to be like small cat girls. Like, I'm not kidding. You look at VR chat rooms, they are fucking weird, man. But uh. you could just see this just getting further and further. You've got to pay to be at the top of the edge. And they even said in the video, oh man, this is the latest thing to wear, a hat, right? A hat for the avatar. Not even a real thing, a fake hat. But you've got to spend $15 if you want that hat. Is it a top hat? Uh, I think it was just a baseball hat. Not interested. <laughs> but like, they, they even had in the advertisement, oh, we can go to a concert and then you can go to the, the free after party and then you can buy the merchandise there for your avatar to show that you were at that event. That's, does that sound healthy to you? No. no and, yeah, but you know what I touch on with that is imagine watching like a sporting game in like the AR or watching a live concert in the AR mm. and you can't get a good seat in that freaking virtual reality because you didn't have enough money or... You see someone with like a better supporters jersey mm. because they had more money than that. It's like, oh, mm. you're a shit supporter. It's like, well, hang on a minute. No, I still support this person. Yeah. No, no, you're not a good supporter because you're not wearing 
the right supporting club. Exactly. Go to the back of the nosebleed section. Yeah, go to the back of the line. Like, go to the back of the section. It's just, yeah. like, I don't see this work, but look, for working, like a touch, I think it'll be great for meetings and whatnot because mm. home's great. You have the luxury of being able to exercise, you know, go for a walk, whatever. But it's the social and entertainment social aspect. Entertainment, but you know what else I think is good? And I don't support gambling. It's not what I was saying, mm. to be clear, but gambling is not going anywhere anytime soon. And I like the idea of betting on like real life animals here. So I think it would be great for like Z racing, for example. So yeah. being able to go to like a or, race to gamble. you know what I'm going to say. I know what you're going to say. I think it would be good for the gambling industry and taking away pressure on like the animal industry and whatnot. Mm-hmm. All the horses. That's not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, well. but you can, you can imagine just being like, oh mate, I've had a really long day. I'm just going to log in and play at the casino. And you just go around pretending to be in a tux, having a good time, drinking by yourself in a room, and be like, look, guys, I won $300 in blackjack, or something like that. I, and the thing is, like, you look at gambling, there's a massive transition to online betting, right? Sports bets ads everywhere. Like, all these, like, virtual ads and virtual betting opportunities have now come up completely decentralized. And all that money is moving away from local governments because they made tax on that stuff. Nowadays, if you're betting with NFTs, like that you can do, you can do blackjack with, like, Bitcoin. Hmm. Who taxes that? Nothing. Nothing gets captured except the people who run the site, which would obviously at the end of the day matter. Yeah. So they would just take all the money out of small countries and put it into one company and just have more market power going forward. Yeah, but and that terrifies me. But also it could be, there would need to be like a fraudulent sort of, uh, make sure that nothing, nothing unauthorized is done because what if like people for money laundering, they want to put money mm. into the NFTs where it's, they're in a virtual reality. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's new currency. So it's like, what are you talking about? It's, this is all legit now. Yeah. So it could be a, a type of money laundering going into it. But on that as well, even in the regular internet that we have now, there's obviously, you know, the dark web and the dark, dark web and, you know, the, I don't know, like... The, the slightly darker Fifty Shades of Dark the f- uh, f- web. F- Fifty Shades of Dark Web, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. <laughs> Favourite movie. Um, would there, because it's decentralised, would, wouldn't there be like, you know, something like that? Like like backdoors sort of where people, oh, with deals and stuff will go down? Cybercrimes are going to be really... Yeah. Mm. Child exploitation, drug trafficking in a metaverse. Yeah, like, yeah. I assume I assume there will be like an age limit to get onto the site. Like you, you, you can't, you can't, have, you need to be oh, no, no age limit. No, because people are not just playing lie. a game called Roblox, right? Roblox is a massive like game. It's like, yeah, it's sort of like Minecraft, but it's, it's specific to certain games and whatnot. I've only played it once to like look at Squid Games. Yeah, they made a Squid Game, but yeah, fair enough. So now what they're saying as part of this meta is they're going to really take Roblox to the metaverse now, so people can go and interact and play Squid Games in a virtual headset. And a lot of that audience is kids. And the problem Mm. is with Roblox is there's been a lot of incidences of, yeah, people trying to exploit children through Roblox. Yeah, it's fucking scary. Don't like, don't so, like that. No, and the thing is, like, right, you look at the video game ratings, right, and that is a regulated process. You have to be a certain age to buy a video game. Hmm. How many like twelve year olds do you find on Call of Duty still? How many? Like, oh, I was playing Call of Duty when I was twelve year old. Yeah, but that's my thing. You're not supposed yeah. to. You have to be fifteen plus, mate. It's a MA red yeah. rating. Exactly right. So the point being is, like, there's going to be a lot of people going against this age limit. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. The 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 notification of the the entry to a porn site. Are you over to eighteen? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Wink emoji. Yeah, it's just going to be like a chi- like a click box. Yeah. Are you okay to do this? Sure. I, I accept the consequences. And there's there's no one who's going to regulate or check that. And mm. right now, even still, no one's checking that. Kids are on COD. Like it's now. Well, question with uh, when you guys got when, when did you guys get Facebook? 
six. You're six. Uh, so how old ten, you would you? Ten, ten years old. I got it late because my parents were concerned about it. Same. Fair enough. So I, I got it when I was 17, 16. I got it. I got it in year nine, I think. How old? I probably would have been 15, 14, yeah. 15. And my and when my sister got it, she had to get permission from my mum. Mm. I just did it without even telling yeah. her. Yeah. There's so no, there's, and then there's when, no she, when, when she found out, she gave me a clip on the head. But yeah. it's all good. But <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. It's, but it's ridiculous, the fact that we can make a website mm. that makes children, especially like when... I got it, and especially when you got a Jane, it's only like, only ten years old, like eleven, ten years old. It's, you're posting like pictures in the gym, like oh, getting the flat. I mean, we're, we're doing nothing wrong because we're like we're just teenage boys, like, like not even teenager at the time for you. But it's like it's innocent stuff. But people could exploit us, mm. or exploit the, the kids in a way. And I'm yeah. not a fan of that. Like, I think I think there's so many problems with this. Yes, just security wise, like the way, like with, with the work stuff and with. The NFTs and even the gambling stuff. I don't. Have, I don't give a shit about that. It's that's like, it, mm. yeah, that, that's that's fine. Like especially when you like with the Z horse race and obviously NFT snapper TM in it. Like, we're trademarking it, guys. Trademarking. Everyone patent pending. Yeah, patent pending. It's all good. That kind of stuff. That's cool. But it's like the, it's it's the what ifs that could yeah. happen from, and there's too many. Yeah, and so like I, I even even though I'm voicing these concerns, I'm likely to still get this stuff. I'm still probably gonna switch yeah. on and be like, "Hey guys, how you doing?" Such a fucking sheep, Sean. I, no, I'm not. Sean <laughs> <laughs> the sheep. Yeah, but like, I, I definitely see like there's value in this and having this technology. Even if uh, Facebook's developing it, and I'm not the biggest fan of Facebook, but even if they develop it, it just opens up barriers for it, right? Like, uh, aluminium was a space age technology, and nowadays we have aluminium everywhere. We couldn't live without it. Spacesuits designed like thermal insulation. Um, <clears throat> and so like just even though they're, they're investing heaps of money into it, it means that that technology is now available. So we could, other companies would start developing it. The same way like iPhone came out in what, 2000 and what, 10? No, what year? Eight. 2008. And then since then, look at the, the range of smartphones. They're almost all identical at this point. They're too much. Yeah, too but expensive. other companies are now doing it. So it would open up this huge technology barrier that is AR because no one's really investing in it and no company or no government is, but companies are. No, but you said something there where obviously iPhones kind of started this new smartphone thing mm. and everyone, people started copying it. Yeah. Would there be other metaverses to come? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The same way you would have like Zoom and now you have Citrax, you've got Google Teams. Names. Yeah, you've got yeah. so many. You would, once that technology is developed once, other companies would copy it yeah. and eventually they would become more or less in this line, same caliber. What I reckon you'd have is something very similar to crypto. You'd have a paraverse instead of a metaverse. So what mm. would be is mm. one massive metaverse where you could kind of cross link between different metaverses, for example, mm. and depending on what you could do. Say, for example, you have the gaming metaverse of like Roblox or something, and then you have the social media. You could really interchangeably go between the two. Through the mm. one. And it's smart to do it that way because different companies could profit from each other doing that instead of having to like shut down and restart the system. Which is kind of good. There's not going to be too much competition between companies in this uh, regime, I'd say. Yeah. No. The, the problem I have with it is it's just because there's only one company currently doing it. It's only Facebook and they're the only ones investing huge amounts of money and engineering and time and workforce into it. It's an unregulated monopoly. And like that terrifies me. Unregulated monopolies destroy the world. They're like the, the, the worst bed of capitalism. And the thing is, I'm a big fan of capitalism. They do work with regulation. This is not regulated. No other company can do it. If something goes wrong, you can't switch off. If you have your entire digital identity on one site, one software, and it just goes down, 
or they exploit you or they say we've sold your data, which Facebook have said, yeah, our data actually got hacked and got released. We're still all on Facebook. We know it's bad, but we're still on it. Mm. And like they've got such a vice on our balls. Yeah. It terrifies me. Yeah. But on the capitalism topic, like mm. you, it's, good, it's good to be a fan of it, but I don't think some of this should be completely privatized at all. I think, no, I yeah. I think it needs to have public regulation. Or I think the government does have to step in and not put policies in it, but put proper laws in place. Yeah. Put ways to be able to detect things. Yeah. Metadata is going to be a big thing. And I think it's going to be really important to see how they implement those laws. If yeah. you do something bad, if you make a bad racist remark and that person kills himself two weeks later, what does the onus fall on the person who said that mm. or do they just get away with it because it was on social media? You know what I mean? Mm. What laws do they have now for something like that? Mm. There's nothing. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you might have had something to do with it, but we don't have full proof because you physically didn't do anything. You had nothing mm. to do with this person. You're a random person who commented on their post. Yeah. How would you regulate that in a metaverse? How would you bring a law in? It's yeah. almost... It's me. And the worst bit is, right, so if you had a server in, say, I don't know, a certain, let's just say Australia, if you had a server in Australia, it would abide by the local laws of Australia. It would not, however, abide by the laws of the US. The same way that iPhones have been under, like Apple's been under um, under a lot of scrutiny because uh, everyone switched the USB-C charging port, right? And they said, Apple, you've got to do it. It goes, nope, nope, we don't have to. So their iPhones now in Europe are USB-C. They're forcing them to be USB-C going forward. But everywhere else around the world, it's still the iPhone lightning charger. And like, because you've got only a few countries like forcing this or regulating this, you're going to have like disparity between the same company. And so if you had the server, I guess, in, I don't know, a different country which didn't have the same laws, you can get away with anything. And Australia is legal, legally couldn't do anything about it. You could get away with it because there it's legal. The same way like putting money into the Cayman Islands is legal. It's frowned upon. It's a social faux pas. That's legal. Look, yeah. Jeff Bezos, what he'll do Amazon, how he... Oh, don't get me started on... This, this uh, yeah. So yeah. It's extension of that. But yeah. I think this is pretty much the Matrix coming into reality when you think about it. I, th- I think it's more like the uh, HBO show Silicon Valley going into it because I don't know if you guys have seen this show, but it's literally what it is. Like there's in like season four, this they try the get the aim of the the aim of the show is to get a decentralized internet mm. to be created, which then is like oh, in order to do it, we'll have to create our own Bitcoin, our own our own mm. crypt, our own cryptocurrency, and it's like literally what we're saying right now. Like literally, like for seasons yeah. four to six of the show are this. Like yeah. what's happening, and it's yeah. kind of it's. I find it hilarious in a way because <laughs> the way they portray it is not as dark. Yeah, it's more. It's more. It's, fun. A, it's a comedy. It's, yeah. it's a comedy. It's, yeah. it's it's all like it's all decentralized. Everyone has their own right to do things. Yes, but people suck. Yeah, like <laughs> pe- people are idiots. Like yeah. I'm an idiot. Like yeah, and I think this is like an opportunity for people to be Cheers, a lot darker than a lot like. They can be whatever they want to be. And generally speaking, you watch people play video games, they can be really damn dark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so this is just an opportunity for them to do that, but now to other people. Yeah, well, I mean, they've been doing could you kill, games. Could you kill an avatar in this? Uh, it's probably a game if you're playing, yeah, for sure. But yeah. you would... That's another thing, actually. Talk about that. It's going to be good for, like, not killing the train. So you're <laughs> actor, for example, being able to, like, box... Like a bot, like not an actual avatar, but like a hmm. a, v, a VI sort of created thing. So if you want to train, you can train like your space of your own home, and it hmm. sets the boundary, saying right, this is the edge of the door. Yeah, you can't go here. That'll be good for exercise and whatnot. Oh, th- can, there's a lot of like, good things that come out of it. It's like I like with the uh, what are those NFT art things called? Like 
in the yeah, NFTs. Oh, cheers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, you can actually see them in person or see yeah. them in virtual reality. You know, it would be like, yeah. you can go to those types of art galleries or, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like, see all that stuff. That would be cool. Like that. No, there's a lot of good sides, but also a lot of... Like, yeah, yeah, even in the um, like the broadcast release, what they had was Mark Zuckerberg playing fencing with a, like a world-class um, fencer, right? And they said that what they would do is would have the goggles, the gloves, and probably develop a thing called haptic sensors. And haptic sensors are like little sensors that simulate touch in a virtual reality. So you'd have like uh, like a body rig on. And so if you got shot or poked or something, it would feel like you would get pressure there. So it would be like real-time response. So you would feel like you're actually in it. The same way like in Ready Player One, he got that little vest and you could feel someone touching him or something, right? Mm. They would develop that. And so you're right. There would be a lot of good time for training and to learn and to like get that fitness going. And there's, there's a lot of considerations that they've put into it. But like, oh, I just, I'm not convinced that it is the ultimate solution, you know? Absolutely. We're not there yet. I think it's, you know, is this, is this not what happened in Wally? Like, I'm remembering <laughs> Wally when that's PlayStation. Like, everything's sort of virtual and they move around by like these little robots and whatnot they're all obese they can't move it's going to be i think yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah. to the physical side of people people get that addicted to it yeah mm. and like their physical health declines because they're just always on this thing playing games and mm. it's not regulated you can do what you want yeah it's and you know it's not going to be ads to promote oh and i go out and exercise oh hang on no exercise on the metaverse yeah but then you can't because it's just not your mojo right? yeah you just shit at it for example <laughs> Yeah, you would you would see like people like you look at people's Snapchat avatars and they're very different from what they actually look like in real life. I swear to God, some of those Snapchat avatars are very different. I thought you don't have Snapchat. I didn't. I I did, but I don't anymore. You just didn't friend me, did you? No. Uh, anyways, um, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> but you can you can imagine someone's like, no, I'm a I'm a size two model now. My avatars are size two model. All my clothes virtually are size two model because that's what I am in real life. There's no way to check that. And like a you would of, have a lot your of catfishing going. Yeah, on. a lot of catfishing, my God. But you can imagine like your nine to five work day, right? Assuming you're a nine to five work day person, you do your work day, you would go, sweet, my day's off, time to go to the other virtual room, chalk with my mates, and that's it. You would become like such a vegetable. And Ooh. Yeah, mm. and I can see this becoming like already social media is like a drug, right? You get that dope, like you were talking about the dopamine rush from seeing things um, on online and talking and responding to other people. And there's always this pressure to look a certain way on social media. I just think this is just going to make it even worse. It's going to emphasize that even further. Mm-hmm. It's good we've touched on the software in this and, you know, what mm. we're going to see, what we have to do with it. What about the hardware, the actual like glasses side of it and actually like how you going to access this thing from being in your office, loading up on your smartphone and watching mm. the platform on this Oculus Rift or Meta Rift? Well, yeah, like the way the thing is that the augmented reality, which you touched on before, the way it works is it's a pair of sunglasses or just a pair of glasses that you slip on and it would broadcast and do all like the, the, the visual elements and adds people into the room or your model that you're working on or a game on the desk so you play like Monopoly virtually right and that's really cool but you think about what technology you need for that right so you get a pair of sunglasses now besides the fact that it's just a pair of sunglasses you now need to have a power source for it you need to have uh, a camera inside it uh, as well as lighting and whatnot you need to have on the lenses ar screens which don't affect your eyes which almost all of them do most people are told to stop working with these after a few hours because they really hurt your eyes you need to have like a supercomputer to be able to analyze everything in terms of every single 
surface and distance in the, your vision and then to project it onto it and it needs to weigh less than an like it would weigh the same amount as an all pair of sunglasses that's difficult and that is exactly their project that's their objective to get that design done and so what i would imagine is you would have a pair of sunglasses where it's got all all the, the sensory and like the microphone and whatnot in them and you would have something that looks like an iphone next to it that would connect via Bluetooth or by like uh, a high frequency connection that you'd have in your pocket that you could walk around with and be around the room. That's how I'd imagine it going forward because the first, to try and get that kind of technology into something so small, I would find really difficult. Because we're not there yet with quantum computing, right? Like what's mm. the most powerful quantum computer we have now? I don't hear about it much. It's not something that works. Like yeah. nanoparticles and quantum computing is a cool concept, but it's not something we have in our everyday lives. And the fact that we don't have it in our everyday lives yet makes me think this thing is actually really far away. It might be a beta version in the next three, five years, but it's not going to be something... I don't know, man. I think it's going to be faster than that. 20,000 engineers from next year will be working on this. 20,000. And also a 10 billion US investment in 2022. Yeah. And they projected to make a $7 billion loss next year. And then that loss they expect to be zero the following year. That's how quickly they want this thing to run. It is a big step up it's a very very ambitious target and i like i have to give credit to mark zuckerberg because this is really visionary fair enough but i just have a lot of concerns yeah. <laughs> they haven't done they haven't gone through the motions of actually thinking about it yet they've just advertised it and not really given any sort of reassurance as to how they're going to cover everything we've spoken about today yeah i mean like i guess it's still in like the broad scope it's still white paper stuff and like i guess the idea is i want to get people excited about the technology and to like really like look at that investment as a thing for the future and i do see like like kind of a star trek kind of display uh, going forward where you've got these ar models that pop up um and yeah like we we need that if we want to go space traveling if you want to have a like talk to someone in another colony you would want that and that it's, it would be amazing but just looking at australia's internet right now which is arguably the worst in the world. We got beat by um, Kazakhstan for internet speeds the other year, right? The fact that we can barely do a normal Zoom or Teams call with our current internet, and now we need to... Like, imagine the amount of information that each person now needs to send over line. You're looking at, like, hundreds of megabytes, if not gigabytes of data every second on a stable internet connection. I doubt we'll see that in countries like Australia. That's the worst bit. We're not going to see it. Even the NBN rollout, nothing's being upgraded to the point where oh. internet works efficiently. Where we live, we were the first like place to get NBN, mm. and my internet sucks. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure yours had the yeah. problems as well. Okay, so for those who are listening for internationally, NBN stands is a fiber optic cable rollout done by the Australian government. Pretty much, it's a to upgrade our copper wires, which were our current mm. way to do internet. The problem is, fiber optic cables have been around for a while. They were invented in Canada in the 70s, and they were installed in Canada in the 70s. 70s it's 40 years old technology that we're saying is cutting edge canada has just moved so much further apart i mean whole of north america you go to singapore and you go to a cafe and the internet speeds eight times the average speed of australian internet a fucking cafe wi-fi is better than our plug-in yeah like it's good, so slow on a good day in australia you get like 40 like megabytes a second of download speed if that yeah and like you consider that good and then you like look at someone in the states like the average is like 200. Did you, so did you hear the NASA supercomputers get like, I think it's like 80, 90 gigabytes a second. Like it's something, it could be up to terabytes a second, depending one guy, his mom was like, my internet's not working well. So he got excess like cabling from NASA and wired it in. And now she's getting like 100 gigabytes a second Damn, what's for that? fucking Netflix and Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> like nanoparticles in the wiring or 
4K every day. Nah, it wouldn't be nanoparticles, but it's just like a higher rating cable. There's so much better internet, but the thing is, fiber optics, really cheap. Hmm. If you do it right. Clearly, they have it. <laughs> okay, we're getting off tangent. We need to go back into the metaverse. All I right. think there's a lot of value here. I've got one more quarrel with metaverse. I don't okay. like the name. I think, yeah. Well, like... Meta. Well, okay, so James actually told me about this. I'm not saying this is on my knowledge, but meta was the Greek word for, like, all-encompassing, right? You think of it like metamorphosis, is right? Isn't it to go beyond? To go beyond? Oh, okay, right. But yeah, this you, is your thing. I'm disappointed. You're usually like... I didn't Google Greek this. Word, like, patty is the Greek word for slut. How dare you? It's a compliment. Oh, jeez, bro. <laughs> okay, right up. Um, no, I didn't actually Google this one before and I didn't research the name meta and the um, etymology of it. But like, yeah, I'm not convinced by it. It seems a little on the nose. Um, but hey, look, it's it's better than Facebook, I think. If you think about the word Facebook, it's not a great name. It's it's a good name, mm. if we can say how big it is. Wait, let's drop the Facebook and just call it Facebook. It's a lot smoother. Let's drop the Facebook and call it Meta. It's also a lot smoother. It's not. Well, the Meta. So we're a completely different company now. Huh? It was originally called the Meta. So I was like, no, nah, drop the there. <laughs> drop the there. <laughs> meta. <laughs> Justin Timberlake walks in. Drop the there. <laughs> I'm CEO, other, bitch. <laughs> here were some other tweets about it. Someone goes, Facebook. Building the Metaverse is going to take a level of creativity we've never seen before. Also, Facebook. Our new name is Meta. Someone else. Why did Facebook pick Meta? Met was taken because that's like the attitude they've had to fucking naming this thing. <laughs> Honest to God, thought this was satire. Honest to God, this is the kind of suited. This is the kind of pseudonym they give tech companies in Hallmark movies because it's so ridiculously fake. It de- it does feel super corporate, doesn't it? A <laughs> super corporate yeah. like synergy company. <laughs> it feels like a bunch of marketing people just got in a room and said, "Guys, oh, yeah. let's just we want something that everyone can like." Yeah, meta. Yeah. But yeah, like. Like, we've talked about our concerns and voiced them, and I think we didn't really touch on how powerful this could be. Imagine being like, I need to buy some clothes. And right now we do, like, shopping online. Imagine just putting on some glasses and then going into the store virtually going, actually, that shirt does look better. That dress that I was going to buy looks like shit. I'm not going to wear that. That Mm. texture looks awful. You can get a much better feel of the detail in what you're buying. And the thing that really does annoy me is you're buying both digital and physical assets online now. So, like, commerce will blow up in two directions. But, uh... Yeah, so, like... Shopping from a retail point of view, that's pretty cool. If it actually works well and mm. replicates it, yeah. Yeah. By all means, and you mm. can simulate what it's going to look like on yourself and see that. It's going to make shopping a lot easier, but... Yeah. I feel like the whole thing is just narcissism. They should call this narcissism. Yeah. But the thing that I'm concerned about, right? So, if we watch the movie Ready Player One, right? We've all watched it. Good mm-hmm. film. Yeah. Um, and I think it was based off a book or a, yeah, a book previously. Based off a book, yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. The next movie review on. Yeah, I would actually mind wouldn't mind doing that. A lot of pop culture references, but like mm. the main storyline, right? Is one company developed the software and made it free for everyone, and anyone could do whatever they wanted, right? And then they said, "Ooh, but there's a golden egg, and if you get the golden egg, you can control the 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 entire universe or whatever it was called." And it was like a fight between the like the. All the decentralized users. It was like a collective. It's basically like a fight between the corp, like, yeah. the corporatization of the yeah. platform against you know the free will of like the yeah. ladies and gentlemen and every, like the people of the world. Yeah, exactly. And the the, the thing right is there were, it was a fighting corporate that wanted to make ads everywhere. Hmm. This is the corporate making the software who are known to put ads everywhere. 
They're just going to... It's literally the bad ending of Ready Player One. Mm. It's just going to start like that. Not a fan. It's And it can only get better, right? Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah. If you want to have this thing ad-free, you need to, like, own this particular NFT. Imagine, like, you're, like, going for a virtual run and then you just get stopped in your tracks by this ad that pops up. It's like, oh, if you want to... Before you continue with your daily exercise, just check out this video on, um, you know, the new facial hair grower product. You know you see the yeah. hair, like, yeah, dude, the number of DLC you're gonna need to like live a life is ridiculous. Uh, oh, you want to do that special boxing class with those special people? You got to pay thirty dollars a month. It's yeah. gonna be like that. Everything will be paid for, and I'm not a fan. What about the uh, just the movement wise? Because you were talking about the sunglasses. How am I supposed to walk, or do mm. it, is it like controllers and stuff? No, it's augmented reality. So like, it's what you see now, but it creates gimmicks. As you, so you go for a run with these sunglasses on. Yeah, and the, the footpath could turn into Rainbow Road off Mario Kart. No, but would, but would but would I be like on a treadmill or something? Mm. So you could probably get like some of the games, like the boxing exercise or the fencing. Probably would you have sensors in your hand, like what the Oculus Rift does, right? It's got the virtual reality goggles and then the hands that you the little two gloves, like the Beat mm-hmm. Saber, right? Where you've got the the gloves in that. Mm. You would have something like that for those games, and you would turn them off for when you don't need them. But yeah, there's there's a lot of like, I guess ambiguity. Is that the right word? <laughs> ambiguous ambiguity. It's very, it's very ambiguous. It's very ambiguous of how it'll work. And like, I think the idea of the technology is what they're pushing now, and I I, I like it. I just don't like how Facebook's doing it. I don't think a private company should have this much market share, and they already do, and it's terrifying. This is coming back to that. I don't think it should be privatized at all. I think it should. It needs to be government. Yeah. Politics. Yeah, but I mean, if Facebook are putting several hundred billion dollars into it, they're going to say it's our IP. They're not oh, going yeah. to share that. Why would they? Why would they invest in something unless they make money kind of thing? It makes sense, but also from like the long-term gain and loss point of view, surely they'll see the impact it has and give some sort of empathy into the real world because someone's going to call... Oh, them Mark Zuckerberg, known for his empathy. It's not going to be about Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Jeez, Pasty is a ghost, that boy. Yeah, honestly. It's hard to see the effects of what Facebook's doing now because, you know, we have no direct correlation. When you have a metaverse and you can actually see the outcome of this, it's going to take a lot of people to come together and go, this is fucked, and actually bring this thing to its, like, proper fruition and go, we can't have a privatization of this. Yeah, but, done. yeah but what you'll just get is uh, Facebook and other companies, like, would petition the government saying, no, 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 don't let them uh, do this or do that. Like you saw with Comcast in the US, right? They said, we want to have net, no, new net, no net neutrality laws, right? Why would we... You've got to pay to have faster internet. And Comcast paid like a lot of people on the, the political side to get it. I think Ted Cruz made like several tweets and got $100,000 each one for those just to get it across the line, right? Mm-hmm. And you can, you can see that happening with Facebook. Oh, guys, this, this technology is really, really dangerous. We've got to make it more um, regulated. Facebook just pay them, say no, don't do that. <laughs> easily, very easily, they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Oh, well, well, yeah, with News Corp, right? This is exactly what happened mm. with Facebook in Australia News Corp, and News Corp in Australia. They're just like, if you guys want to share news on um, Facebook, you have to pay for it. Yeah. So it's just like it became a massive money scandal, and yeah, in that point in time, rightfully so, there was a lot of like bad news nonsense going on around that time of the year. Yeah, there's like eight or nine companies in the world which have a higher GDP than Australia. Like, in Australia, is not a small country. Like, we actually do, like, do a few percent of the GDP. They make up more GDP than a lot of countries. And that's terrifying me how much power that is. And the thing is, no one... They're not, like, 
under sanctions from the United Nations. They get away with a lot of their stuff. Yeah, except you know who makes like the most amount of money than those industries combined? The gaming industry. Mm. Like they turned over $1.5 trillion last year. And I'm talking about all the gaming industries as well. So it's going to take a lot for them to overcome that. So it'll be a good comp- big competition between the gaming and, and Facebook as well. But I think they'll just combine the two in the end, right? Mm. They become this sort of paraverse sort of situation. Yeah. I'd, I'd like that a lot though. Like I reckon... Those sort of aspects I'm keen for. Yeah. I reckon and, we should create our own verse. Not even the uh, verse, but I think we should make the game like a platform. Like... The daddy verse. The daddy verse. <laughs> Sorry. So we're going to get two engineers who have never done real software coding versus 20,000 Facebook engineers. I like that. I like, I like those odds. Yeah. <laughs> and Zola, I like Tag those me odds. in, boys. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> Never tell me the odds. <laughs> no, I'm absolutely keen for it. Look, I think that... The idea behind a digital like community is is valuable. There's a lot of things we can get out of it. Digital cooking classes. Digi- oh, digital cooking classes. Yeah, like the Zoom cooking classes that we try to do with lockdown didn't really work that well. I mean, they they kind of got through. Still can't create a souffle. Yeah, I mean that that is a hard one, yeah. even if you have a professional chef over your shoulder, kind of thing. So. I look, I, I, th- I see there's a lot of value in this, but I, there's just a lot of gray area and I'm just not a fan of Facebook doing it, to be honest. Just mm. my personal opinion. So Engineering Dad is going to be taking over the concept and we're going to be creating our own metaverse that only us three can use to record podcasts. <laughs> Finally. Finally. A place to actually do it properly. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. Yeah, we, <laughs> we can do it outside of a bedroom. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> I, I do it in the snowfields in Japan. That, that'll be my virtual reality. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, that'd be cool. That would be really fun. Anyways. Uh, let's wrap it up there. Uh, mm-hmm. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me for this week's podcast. Um, make sure to like and subscribe and follow us for more podcasts going in the future. All right. See you. See you, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you know anyone or know of someone that is working for Facebook, Meta, or even Mark Zuckerberg, please let them know our thoughts. We'd love to talk about this further with an actual software engineer working on the Metaverse make sure to head over to our YouTube channel, Engineering Dads, to check out our other content. Have a good one.